Hello friends, welcome to God's Eagle Ministries. My name is Ambassador Mandy Oreojo Ogwajo Ogbe and uh, at God's Eagle Ministries we are seeding the nations with God's word and God is transforming lives through his timeless truth, content at a time. We're one in Christ Jesus, let's stay one. And uh, we uh, took the, I heard the word Gog and Magog. Is Gog Russia or is Russia Gog? We did part one and part two. Um, today we're looking at part three. And in part one, we took Revelation uh, from chapters 1 all the way to chapter 22 where we're looking out for the word Gog and Magog and I had mentioned earlier on the 2nd of February 2023 this year uh, during our um, first year first month uh, first year fast I heard the word I was over Europe and um, I was uh, looking down from the cloud and I could see a man and um, and I was hearing this word, it was cloudy, so it wasn't really clear. And I heard the word Gog and Magog. And hmm, Gog and Magog. And so I began to uh, go through scripture. And so from there, and when God took, uh, when you when you hear words like that, you take them seriously. Uh, because um, Jesus told us that his coming is going to be like a thief coming. And we must be ready. And when you start hearing Gog and Magog, um, the realm of the spirit, you want to investigate to find out what that is. And so we went through um, uh, Revelation chapter 1 all the way to 22. You can get this content, um, the video links on, on YouTube. And you can also pick up the audio and, and uh, podcast and all of that. And then um, we mentioned in part one of I heard the word Gog and Magog, especially because this had to do with prophecy, that uh, there were seven rules, that uh, seven ground rules regarding prophecy, that first and foremost that we should, we must understand prophecy as history written beforehand, history written beforehand, and uh, give the same meaning to words of prophecy as you do the words of history. Okay, number three. Do not seek for hidden meanings, mysteries. Number four, because mysteries, God usually, when he reveals, he tries to give interpretation. He gives interpretation. And then number four, uh, do not think prophecy must be fulfilled before it can be understood. Number five, do not interpret God's own interpretation of anything in prophecy. Number six, take all prophecy literally unless it is clear that it cannot be, it cannot have a literal meaning, then get the literal truth conveyed by the figurative language. Number seven, let the Bible be his own interpreter. Let the Bible be his own interpreter. Don't come up with any kind of interpretation. And so when we read Revelation in, in, in Gog and Magog, I heard the word Gog and Magog in, uh, in uh, part one. Uh, we got to part 20, uh, uh, chapter 20. 20 of Revelation uh, verse 8 uh, where it, uh, it was mentioned Gog and Magog and we wanted to find out where it, where it was and then part 2 uh, we went to uh, Genesis, went to the book of Genesis and we also did 
uh, Ezekiel, just like Revelation saw all the way to the end. Um, John saw all the way to the end. Ezekiel saw all the way to the end. And when uh, Moses was recording uh, uh, the story of the beginning, he included, mentioned the children of Japheth. Uh, Gog and Magog came through the lineage of Japheth. We mentioned that um, there were three children of uh, um, uh, Noah. There were Ham, uh, there were Japheth, and there was Shem. And that um, out of Japheth uh, came the sons of Japheth came Gomer, Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshach, Tyrus, and then Gomer. Uh, yeah, so uh, in there we had all the breakdowns going in there. We also mentioned something in part two that when um, Peleg uh, was Peleg was born, that is the son of Shem, where uh, Abraham, the lineage that Abraham and the children of Israel came through, uh, when he was born, that the earth was divided. And I mentioned that the, the division was not just pushing of people because the children and people, uh, the nations got up and said they wanted to build uh, a city. They began to build a city so that they would not be divided. And God said, increase, multiply, fill the earth. So they were going against prophetic instruction. And so God had to do something, change their language and then send them out to the ends of the earth. So the day of Peleg was when this uh, division took place. And it's right there in, in chapter 11. So we read Genesis 9, 10. Uh, yeah, we read Genesis 9 and 10 and then uh, 11 where uh, the division took place. And we said that the division of the earth was not just the spreading of people, was not just sending them out um, as in go this way, go that way. But it was also uh, seismic. That means there was uh, like an earthquake that uh, spread people around and created what we call the continents that we have today and islands. Okay, so it's important that we know that. And I mentioned that if you look at the whole uh, context, uh, the whole uh, continent or the earth, you could literally push the, uh, the, the continents into one another and it will fit perfectly into the whole symbol. You don't need to read scripture to do that. Just look for uh, a globe or a map and try to push every part. Push uh, England, sorry, push um, uh, Latin America into Africa and you tend to see it fits in. There's, uh, if you look at uh, Madagascar, if you push Madagascar into Africa, it just fits perfectly and that's how it goes and, and North Africa and all, it's not, I mean, uh, Europe and, and America, if you pull America down into Africa, it also fits perfectly, okay? And so that's the proof to you that there was a shift, a physical shift of people. There was also uh, a, a the, the shifting of the earth into continents and island. Um, and so that's, that was what, that was that. And so, uh, we did Ezekiel 38 and 39. Ezekiel 38, 39. Um, and then, uh, we, in there, uh, there was the breakdown of, uh, Gog, the war of Gog and Megod the Amagedon. And, um, and we looked at, um, uh, the army of Gog, and from that reading, we saw that um, the army of Gog um, 
uh, were made up of 16 uh, people. 16. Okay? 16 statements about Gog. Some characterization of Gog army, which um, John saw in Revelation, um, Ezekiel saw, and Daniel saw. So we're going to take Daniel, commentaries um, of Daniel. We're going to read Daniel chapter 9, 10, all the way to 12. Not today. We're going to do that uh, in part 4. But part 3, we're going to make commentaries on Ezekiel that we read uh, 37, uh, 38 and 39. And so these are the commentaries. Uh, but commentaries in the sense that I'm making references now to different parts of scripture and to begin to look at the Gog and Magog that I heard. What are the characterization of Gog? And drawing not just from um, uh, from uh, 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 Ezekiel, but also cross-referencing uh, to other parts of scripture so that uh, uh, we can take it. And you know, when God reveals things, He says, right, 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 right. And why does He say that? So that future generations would be able to uh, garner information that uh, are relevant. And I also want to talk about human history. And uh, one of the things <clears throat> that we see is that there's been a lot of movement, migration of people from one continent to another, uh, either as a result of war, crisis, whatever that means. We've witnessed the Arab Spring, where a lot of people left uh, Syria and invaded the whole of uh, Germany and, and Europe and all of that. It was a crisis. And you tend to see that when they live there after a while, they, 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 they stay there and they become part of the people. We saw how uh, the war going on in Ukraine is sending a lot of people out of Ukraine into the hinterland of uh, Europe. And when that happens, you see people move around. Okay. We also mentioned last uh, last week that the sons of Japhet settled in, in the western, northern, eastern, southern part of Europe. And then it also extends all the way to India. Um, and, and, and yeah, India, um, yeah, all of those uh, locations. And so there's always a movement of people. The modern age, uh, England, for instance, uh, was a formation of, um, uh, you hear, hear about the Saxo, uh, the Anglo-Saxon, who uh, uh, moved in uh, between 400 to 1000 uh, AD. Uh, that's how the Germans and that's why they call them Saxo Anglo-Saxon because the Germans moved when they were invading all of these places. They moved into England, and the the British, the the Germans that were living in England were called Anglo-Saxon. Saxon is the northern part of uh, Germany, and in uh, modern Russia, for instance, uh, Slav came from Slav. Slav has over three thousand uh, five hundred years. Uh, oh, by the way, before I go in there, modern England, uh, uh, modern day England started from 1000, Great Britain started from 1000 uh, AD uh, upwards. That's when Great Britain was first mentioned. And then the different kind of, and then we now have uh, the book of uh, New King James Version. There was a King James Version that was written in uh, 1800 um, AD, uh, thereabout. And then so, some of these histories, some of these, there were a lot of before uh, 18th century when uh, the King James Version was written, uh, there were other versions of the Bible and there were a lot of mix and match and all of that. And then uh, uh, 
Uh, King James had to give instruction for them to come up with a with document. And even when that was written, the Bible, there's still a lot of comments going back and forth um, about what to take. The Germans had their own Bible, the Americans had their own Bible, and all kinds of things, and uh, understanding terms. So, so many things changed. In fact, uh, when you read um, uh, Ezekiel, um, uh, if you read the New King James Version, that's where they removed Meshach and Tubal and made it rush. And if you notice, the New King James Version was finalized between uh, 1946 all the way to 1980-something thereabout. And so at this period, Russia was occupying more than half of Europe uh, because of uh, during the result of the Second World War when uh, Germany uh, attacked Russia and Russia sent all the way to Berlin. And so um, uh, when they were carrying out the interpretation and update to it, they felt that Meshach and Tuba were Rus, and so, uh, uh, which referred to Gog, you know. And um, uh, But I want to explain here today, after reading Ezekiel 38 and 39, that the Gog, I mean, imagining that the final war, um, uh, if you look at the entire explanation, it says the statement that Rosh, uh, contain Rosh, which is Russia, Meshach, sons of Japhet, which are also extension of Russia, Tubal, uh, sons of Japhet, uh, Persia, that uh, this Gog army will also include Persia, which is modern poet Persia, which also has extension. Um, and we could see uh, references there in, uh, uh, uh uh, verse 5, 10, and 2 Chronicles 36, 20, 23, Ezekiel 1, 1 to 8, Esther 1, 3, 14, 18, and then Ethiopia, that part of Africa is going to be part of the Gorgami. <laughs> Gomer is going to be part of uh, uh, the sons of Japhet. Togama, sons of Japhet again, and many people. It didn't say who they were, it just said many people. Then 10, 10 kingdoms of the revised Roman Empire reverse Roman Empire. Then 11, many countries, many countries, 12, countries east, and that many countries, Daniel said that in Daniel 11, verse 41, um, and the 10 kingdoms of the reverse Roman Empire, you can see that in Daniel chapter 7, verse 23 to 24, Revelation 17, 12 to 17. Countries east and north of the kingdoms, uh, Daniel mentioned that in Daniel 11, 44. So when we go into next week, when we'll be talking about uh, the... Uh, the various kings, uh, that Daniel's story will also get that. And there will also be a commentary uh, in part five where we'll end this series. Then all the heathen, uh, multitudes and uh, 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 multitudes in Joel 3, 11 to 14. And then all nations, uh, Zechariah mentioned is 14, uh, verse 1 to 5 and 15, the kings of the earth and their army. So is Gog Russia? No, Gog is part of Russia, is part of that army that's going to be uh, attacking Israel uh, and Christ was going to destroy them all at once. So we're talking about Ro uh, Russia, Meshach, Tubal, Persia, uh, Ethiopia, Libya, Gomel, Tagama, uh, many nations, the 10 kings of the reverse Roman Empire, uh, many countries, and uh, countries east and west of the 10 kingdoms, all the hidden multitudes, uh, all nations, the kings of the earth and their army. So we now know that Gog is not just Russia. Gog also includes Africans. Gog, Gog includes uh, people in the north, south of Europe, parts of the world, every part of the nations. 
who, where did you get that from Ezekiel 38 and several references uh, to other scriptures here and then I want to talk about the modern palaces I just mentioned that briefly uh, that people talk about Gog being Russia and uh, I'm going to dispel that um, uh, just by going to some references here the first and foremost that Gog will come from Russia uh, this is certainly not stated here in Ezekiel 38 and 39. Even if Gog has been plainly declared as a leader of Russia, it will not necessarily mean that he will come from there. Remember again, uh, 2nd of February 2023, I was in the spirit over Europe and I saw a man standing there and I heard the word Gog and Magog. That's what initiated this short series of five uh, parts um, that we will be looking at who is Gog and Magog so that we can uh, just oppose uh, all of these vis-a-vis the times and the seasons that we're in. It says uh, we should take, uh, we should be careful and uh, give account and be ready uh, and be ready doing the things that God has called us to do. Be ready feeding the sheep. Be ready doing what God has called us to do because the time can end anytime. And it's important to take our mind back to look at prophecy. Prophecies are for us. They are not to be shelved. They are to be understood by help of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the one that leads us into all truth. He's the one that will ask to give us clarity. And so Holy Spirit, we ask that you bring clarity as I, I read this. So modern fallacies about Russia. That uh, Russia is Gog. And I say no based on uh, uh, Ezekiel 38, 39. Uh, Russia is part of Gog. Okay, even if Gog has been plainly declared as a leader of Russia, it would not necessarily mean that he would come from there. Three proofs: Gog not from Russia. Number one: If Gog is the same as the future Antichrist, and he is as proved below, he cannot possibly come from Russia. For Scripture reveals that he will come from inside the old Roman Empire territory. Daniel chapter seven, eight, uh, nineteen, twenty-five plainly shows that. Um, uh, shows that and he will come from among 10 kingdoms inside that territory and since Russia was never a part of the Roman Empire I repeat that Russia go and read Russian history they were never part of the Roman Empire they were never part of the uh, British Empire they were not part of Napoleon they defeated Napoleon all the way to France um, conquered Napoleon and they will not be one of those from which Antichrist must come when it is definitely that he will not come from Russia. In fact, Daniel 7, 8 and uh, Daniel, uh, yes, 7, uh, Daniel chapter 7, verse 8 and 23, 24, not only proves that he will come from inside the Roman Empire territory, but that Russia must be defeated in order that the ten kingdoms may be formed at the present time, or at that time, um, in the early 60s, uh, when this reference was done, um, Russia occupied Hungary, Bulgaria, Romania, and other parts of the old Roman territory. And then we knew that the Soviet uh, Union collapsed, and then the Ten Kingdoms are now liberated and forming part of uh, Europe. And so it's going to be coming from that hold. And this must be liberated from half for the Ten Kingdoms to be formed. And so today we have a situation where the 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 uh, countries that were under Russia before are now part of that because Russia uh, during the Cold War was not able to continue the competition with America. Now, uh, in Daniel number two, three proofs, proof, three proofs, Gog not from Russia. 
in Daniel chapter 8, verses 9 to 2025, we have proved that Gog or the future Antichrist will come from one of the four original divisions of the old Grecian Empire, which itself became a part of Roman Empire. That is from Greece, Turkey, Syria, or Egypt. Okay, uh, since Russia never was part of the old Grecian Empire, we'll see that the Antichrist or God could not come from that country. Russia also was not part of the Roman Empire, was not part of the Grecian Empire. You can beat that. And then um, uh, go read uh, Russian history, you would understand what I'm saying. I remember uh, in January 2021, um, um, the Lord had revealed to me that the war going on between Russia and uh, that uh, there's going to be a war in the year and that if the world is not careful, it can escalate into a third world war. And I wrote a book and I, and I explained that and I put that up on uh, on the int- on, on Amazon. And by uh, February, when the war was declared, um, and then America started clamping out on anything in Russia, they took down all our books on on, uh, on Amazon. Uh, but those books are still there on our shop at otakada.org. You can order that in ebook and paperback. We've integrated all of that in there. Uh, the world is not ready to listen to the truth, and prophecies sometimes can ruffle a lot of feathers, you know. And so, uh, because they are playing truth, you you see into the future. You see uh, things that are happening. But we want to also be able to just oppose what's happening with the timetable of God. Okay. So Daniel 11, we'll be looking at the 70 week of the determined for the people, as Daniel said in in next uh, in next uh, uh, part. Uh, but that uh, in Daniel. 11 35 45 that is third proof gog is not russia i was saying that is gog russia from the title gog is not russia gog is just part uh, russia is part of gog i mean that would be a, uh, at their marketing so daniel 11 35 24 reveals that gog or the future antichrist will come from the syrian division of the four sectors of former Grecian empire you can read that in Daniel 7, 8, 11, and I will be taking that next week. This also proves that it cannot come from Russia, that uh, Russia will invade Palestine before Armageddon. That's one of the things that's been said um, uh, in uh, most of the translations going on around the world, people interpreting and misinterpreting prophecy. There's not the slightest proof of this in Ezekiel 38-39, which passages deal exclusively with Gog leading many nations, including Russia, down from the north into Palestine at the Battle of Armageddon. Antichrist and not Russia will make an invasion before this. If Russia ever does invade Palestine before Armageddon, it will not be in fulfillment of any particular prophet, especially not these two chapters in Ezekiel 38-39. 14 proofs Armageddon referred to here. So the story in Ezekiel 38-39 is about Armageddon that uh, John in Revelation revealed. And so uh, 14 proofs here. One, Not one statement in these two chapters mentioned the war in Palestine before Armageddon. Number two, the battle of Armageddon is the only one predicted by the prophets of old time that will possibly be referred to in these chapters. Armageddon is mentioned many times by Isaiah, Jeremiah, Micah, and other prophets before the days of Ezekiel. That's Isaiah 1, 25-31, Isaiah 3, 25 26, Isaiah 13, 1 to 16, uh, Isaiah 24, 21, Isaiah 63, 1 to 6, Jeremiah 25, 30 to 33, uh, Jeremiah 30, verse 11, 
uh, and uh, 20 to 24, Joel 2 and 3, Obadiah 15, 21, Micah 1, 3 to 4, uh, Micah 2, 12 to 13, Micah 5, 5 to 15. Okay, so this reference is to Magadon. So it's not just Ezekiel that saw Magadon. Uh, these other prophets, major and minor prophets, I call them the knockout prophets, uh, had uh, a glimpse into Magadon. So when something major is going to happen, God has a way of dropping nuggets here and there so that we can piece the pieces together, pull the pieces together. We are supposed to be able to divide the word of truth rightly, dividing the word of truth. And that's why it's written. That's why it's a write the book. When he told Moses to write, he told him write the book when he broke the the, 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 the scroll uh, sorry he broke the the, the 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 stone why write on stone because that was the conventional way they were writing in those days uh, it was on stone before it was transferred into scrolls we know that in isaiah's time it was scrolled it read the the the, the Red Sea Scroll that was discovered, Isaiah Scroll, they moved on to scroll into paper, and now we have digital. Things are all written in digital, so we're going into the digital era. Okay, so uh, 14 proofs there, uh, that uh, 14 proofs of Magadon referred to in this uh, Ezekiel 38, 39 we read last week in part 2. Now, making commentary about Ezekiel 38, 39. The destruction of Gog and his armies, uh, that uh, 14 proofs of Magadon referred to here, the destruction of Gog and his armies proves that in verse 18 to 23, and uh, that is Jeremiah 38, verse 18 to 23, Jeremiah 39, 1 to 6, Jeremiah 37, 39, 17 to 21. Compare with similar statement about Magadon in Joel chapter 3, Zechariah 14, Revelation 19, 11 to 21. Number four of proof that there's a Magadon they're talking about as the final war, Gog will not fall upon the open field until a you can read that in Ezekiel 39, 3 to 5, Revelation 19, 11 to 21. Now, number five, that the, the proof that Magadon here, the great supper for the fowls of the beasts will be at the Magadon only. And it's written in Ezekiel 39, verse 4 and 17, 21, with Matthew 24, 27, 20, Revelation 19, 17, 21. Number six, the presence of God that they proved that uh, Ezekiel was referring to a Magadon here, that the presence of God as pictured in verse 18 uh, to 21 and of 38 and verse uh, chapter 39, 1 to 6, 17, 21, will not be until Armageddon. And you can read those proofs there in Isaiah 63, 1 to 6, Zechariah 41 to 5, and Revelation 19, 11 to 21. So you see, God does not give information to one person. <laughs> it's a complete whole. It's a teamwork. God believes in teamwork. And so he gives information or spread all over. Then number seven, the supernatural destruction of Gog and his armies are described in verse 21, 22, will not be until Armageddon. Isaiah 63, 1 to 6, Joel 2, 3, Zechariah 4, Revelation 19, 11 to 21. God will not magnify. That is uh, number eight reason why Ezekiel was talking about Magadan here. God will not magnify and sacrifice, uh, sanctify himself and set his glory among the hidden, as stated in verse 23 of uh, Ezekiel 38, uh, Ezekiel 39, 21, 24, until he comes at the second advent of Christ at Armageddon. And uh, so second advent of Christ, that's when Armageddon is going to, uh, after um, a, a second advent of Christ, that Armageddon is going to happen. In Zechariah 14, 1 to 21, March 24, 29 to 31, Jesus himself said it in March 24, 29 to 30, and Revelation 19, 11 to 21. Number nine reason why Ezekiel was talking about Gog and uh, about Armageddon in 
um, in uh, Ezekiel 38 and 39 that Gog will not bring the many armies of the nations into Palestine to be destroyed until the time of the second advent of Christ at Armageddon as referred to in verse 18 to 18, 23 of Ezekiel 38 39, Ezekiel 39 1 to 7 and proved in Zechariah chapter 14 1 to 5 and Revelation 16 13 to 16 and Revelation 19 11 to 21 again I repeat God is a God of teamwork that's why we have references all over the place so it's not like maybe Ezekiel drank something and started seeing visions and whatever and nobody can prove anything everything is provable everything is uh, discernible you know everything the realm of the spirit is quite clear the realm of the spirit are events when an event takes place an event takes place and it stands as a standard and so when Jesus came to die on the cross there was an event and that event is making making ways for us today people are giving their lives as a result of that event God is forgiving them as a result of that event of the shed blood. So in the realm of the spirit, they are event. So the event of Armageddon is already determined. It's right there. And anyone that's able to key into the realm of the spirit is able to pull that in and be able to put that across to people. So just to give you some ideas about uh, revelation about prophecies we are supposed to if you're a prophet you are supposed to equip the body of christ so they can also be able to uh, prophesy okay it's not just some uh, selected few it's an office there's an office of a prophet and everybody is supposed to learn how to prophesy and so it's important that we see that as uh, okay, say that there's nine uh, ten proof that Ezekiel was talking about this year. The great earthquake of verse 20 will not take place until the seventh vial and the second advent. That is Zechariah 14, 1 to 5, and Revelation 16, 17 to 21, and Revelation 19, 11 to 21. Okay? And then God's 11, God's presence will not destroy Gog and his army until the second advent at Armageddon. In verse 20, and uh, Ezekiel 39, 2 to 7, with Zechariah. 11 the 14 1 to 5 revelation 19 11 21 gog and his army cannot be destroyed in war in palestine before the second advent at Armageddon to fulfill verse 18 and 23 of ezekiel 38 and ezekiel 39 1 to 7 and ezekiel 39 17 to 20 and then be destroyed again at Armageddon to fulfill isaiah 63 and joel 23 zechariah 14 we must therefore recognize all these passages as referring to the same destruction as Armageddon in Revelation 19, 11 to 21. So Armageddon is not going to happen until Jesus had come <coughs> at the second advent. The burial, verse 13, uh, part 13, there's a reason why uh, Armageddon uh, is what Ezekiel is referring to here. The burial of Gog and all his armies destroyed in the fulfillment of Ezekiel 38, 39 will be... Uh, at the second advent of Christ in Ezekiel 39, 11 to 16, with Daniel chapter 7, verse 11, second, uh, Timothy, uh, Thessalonians 2, 8 to 12, Revelation 19, 11 to 21. This is, uh, Paul also referred to this war of Armageddon in second Thessalonians 2, 8 to 12, and Revelation 19, 11 to 21. Finally, the 14th uh, reason why prove that Armageddon is what Ezekiel is referring to here that John saw in Revelation, that Daniel saw, that um, Micah saw, that Isaiah saw, you know, <clears throat> so that we are not confused. <laughs> the word is there. It is at the second advent of Christ that God's glory will be set among the heathen. 
and Israel will be completely gathered and blessed. Ezekiel 39, 21, 39, Zechariah 14, uh, Matthew 24, 29, 31, that was by Jesus and Paul in Romans 11, 24 to 39, Revelation 19, 11 to 21. But as a side comment here, why is the Bible always out? Where is it that so many people are trying to prove and disprove what the Bible says? Why is the enemy trying to sow a seed of unbelief in the Bible? Why are so many versions of the Bible coming out today where certain things have been added and certain things have been taken out because the devil knows that if he can confuse the words in the Bible, he can lead so many people astray. So we have to be careful when we are reading different versions. We have to cross-reference and look at various Bibles so that we can glean some element of truth. We should not bank our Christianity on one one, one Bible alone. We should look at various options so that it can give us more clarity because there's a lot happening now. Printers are taking words out and putting in things. Right now, the the, 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 the publishers of Zodavan has been bought over by somebody who is not a Christian. And you know, anything can be put in and taken out without you even realizing it. All right? And you read it and go and preach and then realize that, oh, uh, it's not there in the Bible. All right? Second invasion of Palestine by God, which was written in 38. Ezekiel 38 verse 4. The first would be in the middle of the tribulation of Daniel's 70th week. Okay? The first would be so, because Ezekiel talked about in 38 4 that uh, uh, the two invasions of Palestine. So we're looking at the two invasions of Palestine by God. The first would be in the middle of the tribulation of Daniel's 70th week. Okay? Uh, We will learn about the 70th week as we go into Daniel next week. And only 10 kingdoms of the revised Roman Empire will be with him. Okay? So, between this word, as if you read Daniel 11, 35, 45, Revelation 11, 1 to 2, between this this war and the fulfillment of Ezekiel 38 and 39, the combined nations of the north and the east of the 10 kingdoms will make war on Gog and these kingdoms. A will leave Palestine and its capital Jerusalem at this time to go forth against these new enemies until they are defeated in the last three and a half years of Daniel's 78th week, Daniel 11.44. The second invasion of Palestine by Gog will be at the end of the last three and a half years of Daniel's 78th week. After he was conquered, the countries north and east of these ten kingdoms inside the old Roman Empire boundary lines. By then, he will have conquered Russia and the many countries with her, becoming their ruler as well as being the ruler of the ten kingdoms and the countries of the north and the east. God will then lead all these to battle and many other nations whom he has not yet conquered but who will cooperate with him through the ministry of the train unclean spirit of revelation 16 13 to 16 these vast armies being mobilized will converge on palestine in an effort to destroy israel completely in zechariah 14 1 to 15 and stop christ from setting up his kingdom on earth revelation 19 11 21 at this time, all of Ezekiel 38 and 9 will be fulfilled. Then after this battle of Armageddon, Christ will set up his kingdom on earth as predicted here. And in Isaiah 2, uh, chapter 2, verse 2 to 4, Isaiah 9, 6 to 7, Isaiah 11, 1 to 12, and 6, Isaiah 63, 1 to 6, Jeremiah 30, 31, Daniel 7, 13 to 14, Micah 4, Joel 2, 3, Zechariah 14, 
Luke 1, 32 to 33, Revelation 11, 15, Revelation 19, 11 to 20. Again, these divisions were put in later. Most of the revelation that the prophet received came in flashes, so they just kept writing. And it was later for ease of reference that these numbers and chapters and all of that were put in. It wasn't there. It wasn't Ezekiel that put it. <laughs> it wasn't anybody that put it. It was put in by the, the fathers of the church to help us in un, uh, classifying document. The only time Russia will invade Palestine in fulfillment of scripture will be as one of the many conquered nations under Gog or Antichrist when he and his army will fight against Israel and Christ at Armageddon. At the time of the second advent, Russia will not be under Antichrist at the time of his first invasion of Palestine when he takes over Jerusalem and the Jewish territory as his capital. But she will be with him in the second conquest. The second will be necessary because of the Jews uh, gaining control of Jerusalem again while Antichrist is away fighting against Russia and her allies in the north and east of the Ten Kingdom. Thus, after conquering these nations, God will come back down into Palestine, surround the city, take hold of it, and then be suddenly defeated in the day's battle, a martyrdom by Christ and the 70 armies in Zechariah 11, 14-15. Now, Gog in 38-2. Gog, roof or mountain, is found 11 times, once of the Rebionite in First Chronicles chapter 5, verse 4. There was a, a Gog in the families of Rebionite. Once in Revelation 28 with Mag Magog, which is representative of the nations from the four quarters of the earth that will rebel against Christ at the end of millennium. And nine times of the chief priests of Meshach and Tubal in verse 23, 24, 14 and 16, 39, verse 1 to 11. 14 proofs Gog here is a person. Because I told you, I in the spirit I saw a man. I said Gog and it was in Europe. I didn't say Russia, I just said it was over the continent of Europe in on the 2nd of February 2023 and I heard um, uh, Gog and Magog. And so the reason, and I'm giving you 14 proofs here, that uh, Gog is a person. Number one, he is a chief prince of Meshach and Tubal in verse, uh, verse uh, 2 and 3 of Ezekiel 38 and 31, Ezekiel 31 verse 1. Number two, Personal pronouns are used of him in verse 2 to 4 uh, and uh, uh, 6 and 11 and 13 to 17, 21, 23. And, and that's all the references I've just talked about is uh, Ezekiel 38 and 39, 1 to 7. He is the leader of the great army that will fight at Amagedon in verse 4 to 9. 11 to 23 of Ezekiel 38, uh, Ezekiel 39, 1 to 7. He has a mind and thinks thoughts and makes decisions in verse 10 to 12 of Ezekiel 38. He goes from place to place like other persons in verse 8 to 9 and 11, 15 to 16, 18 to, uh, and then all the way to Ezekiel 39, 7. He has power of speech, that is, uh, he has why 14 proves God here is a person, number 6. He has power, uh, he has power of speech in verse 11 to 12. And we're also told in uh, Revelation 2 that he has power of speech. 7. Others recognize him as a person in verse 13. Okay. And the prophets predicted many times of him in verse 17. Number 9. He is covetous as others in verse 12 to 13. Number 10. He uses ordinary weapon in verse 39 verse 3. Number 11. He will fall in the battle like others.
fathers in 39.4-5, Ezekiel 39.4-5. He is a local prince in verse 23 and 39-1. He is spoken of as being clothed, having weapons, riding a horse, and doing many other things come unto a person. All right? And 14, he will be buried like others in Revelation 13, uh, sorry, in Ezekiel 39.11. Gog is the same as a little horn of Dan and Daniel 7 and 8, the prince that will come of Daniel 9, the king of the north of Daniel 11, the man of sin, the son of perdition, and that wicked uh, of Second Thessalonians 2, the king of Babylon of Isaiah 13 to 14, the Assyrian of, of uh, Micah 5, the Antichrist of First John 2, and the beast of Revelation 13. This is clear from a comparison of these passages with Ezekiel 38 39. All the scriptures speak of a man who will come in the last days. And so this brings us to the end. We're 39 minutes into uh, this session of part three of we're talking about here. I heard the word Gog and Magog is Gog Russia part three. And we're proving here that Gog is part of uh, Russia is 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 uh, uh, Russia is part of Gog. It's part of the four corners. They're going to come from four corners of the earth to attack at Amagedon, uh, the second advent of Jesus Christ. And so I hope and pray that uh, this will give us some clarity and we can also do our own investigation. We shall go into the world, do our research and ask the Holy Spirit to give us clarity as well on uh, understanding scripture and understanding the interpretation of scripture as it is written. And it says study. Study to show yourself approved. Studying is not just reading. Studying is reading, meditating, contemplating, asking questions of the Holy Spirit, are going online to do our investigation and, and all of that. Okay? And so let us pray. I mean, Lord, bring clarity. Father, we just want to thank you for this study we're doing on Gog and Magog. I ask Holy Spirit that even as I learn and as they learn, that we'll be able to just oppose all of this information, this service where we are and how the time is too short in the preparation for your return and that we need to understand these things in the scripture in the way that it is so that nobody comes to bamboozle us, nobody comes to tell us stories that because we have the Holy Spirit and we have the scripture written down. And Lord, that even as we read scripture in these times and seasons, that we'll be careful to compare scripture and to scripture because the enemy has also penetrated the Bible and they are taking things out and bringing things in and different versions are coming and people are getting confused in there. And so thank you uh, for everything. Thank you for what you are doing. Thank you for what you have done. And thank you for what you yet do. I ask, oh God, your word says that as we read this word, we will be blessed. I will be blessed reading them. Uh, they will be blessed reading them. And more importantly, we'll be blessed when we apply them to our own life. By living lives of pilgrims, not settlers. By living lives that we are not here to stay. We're here as people who are advancing the kingdom of God here on earth, advancing the attributes of God and being ambassadors of God here on earth. Thank you for answered prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. And with the Lord, I cover myself with the blood of Jesus. I cover them with the blood of Jesus. I declare that no weapon formed or fashion against them prospers. I bind every contrary wind, every contrary instruction that is not of God. I neutralize them now by the authority in the name of Jesus. I declare that the counsel of the Lord stands sure in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen.